Hello, welcome to another episode of the Biotech Net Podcast, BTN Podcast. I am Judy Bimiri, your host. Welcome. I hope you have listened to other episodes that are currently live on the Biotech Net Podcast. Please, I enjoy you to go listen to those episodes. They are informative. They are informative and so many things that you can learn from those episodes on the Biotech Net podcast. We also have some fiction stories up there. So please, I enjoy you to listen to those episodes. I assure you that you will not have wasted your time doing that. Okay, let's get down to the current business. The title of this episode is Cassava. The title of this episode is Cassava. Let us look at the crop plant called Cassava. Cassava, with botanical name Manihot Esculenta, is a crop plant usually cultivated in the tropical and subtropical regions of the world. It is usually cultivated for its edible, starchy, tuberous roots, which is a major source of carbohydrates. Cassava is one of the most drought-resistant crops we have out there. What does it mean for it to be a drought-resistant crop? That means it can thrive where there is little or no rainfall. Cassava is a root and tuber crop with its underground roots. When matured, can be consumed by both human and livestock animals. After it has been processed, of course. Cassava is a hardy crop plant that can grow in relatively poor soil. However, it is recommended you apply organic manure. Organic manure, we are all for organic farming. So it is recommended that you apply organic manure like animal droppings on your soil before planting cassava in order to make the soil to be more fertile. Animal droppings. The one that is most commonly used is, of course, shaking. The droppings of the shaking is very, very fertile. So you can apply those that on the farmland before planting. Cassava can grow up to six inches to eight inches long when matured. Indeed, cassava plays a particularly important role in agriculture in sub-Saharan Africa. And why is that so? Because of its ability to thrive well on poor soils. It can also thrive well in places with low rainfall. And it is a perennial crop that can be harvested as required. However, farmers usually harvest it after a year. That is, they harvest it as an annual plant. So, cassava is a crop plant that can be made available all year round. The really hardy crop is very versatile. 
okay the vasotical plant okay now let's look at the different activities that occur when cultivating the cassava plant i will describe these activities under three headings the pre-planting operations the planting operations and the post-planting operations now let's start with the pre-planting operations the pre-planting operations or the pre-planting activities that take place during cassava cultivation what do you understand by the pre-planting activities the pre-planting activities are those farming activities that take place before planting the cassava there are those activities that take place before planting the cassava pre pre p-r-e means before now what are these different activities they include land clearing application of organic manure like droppings or animal dogs okay then we have plowing, harrowing, and ridging. Okay, these are the major activities that take place during the pre-planting phases. Okay, this is this basically prepares the land to receive the cassava stem cutting. All these pre-planting activities can be done mechanically, that is, with the use of machines, most especially the tractor most especially the tractor the tractor is the caterpillar light vehicle that i call the engine room the engine room of mechanical farming a tractor is a very important vehicle that is usually used on farms especially if one is into large-scale commercial production that involves production of large quantity of crop plants and on a large acres of land if you are into commercial farming, it's very much advised that you should make use of a tractor. Okay, make use of a tractor. It makes your work very easier and faster. We are still in plowing. We are starting with plowing. So, what do you understand by plowing? So, plowing is the practice of turning over or loosening of the soil, usually with a tractor-driven plow. A tractor driven plug machine. What is the essence of plowing? Plowing is simply part of the soil preparation and it is to bring fresh nutrients, fresh nutrients to the surface of the soil. It's simply turning over the soil repeatedly, repeatedly turning over the soil, loosening the soil. So we have that is what occurs during the plowing part of of the of farming of cassava cultivation now we now go to harrowing 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 is the farming activity that usually comes immediately after plowing harrowing is the breaking up and smoothing smoothing out of the surface of the soil okay breaking up and smoothing smoothing out of the surface of the soil after harrowing we now have ridging ridging so ridging is the raising up of the soil surface in form of a soil bed. Ridging is usually done in well planting, well planting um, crop like yam. Usually used in yam, but of course you can also use it in cassava cultivation. We are talking about ridging, ridging. After all this land preparation, we now go to the planting of the cassava stem cutting. 
planting of the cassava stem cotton yes the cassava is not planted as a seed like that of a corn or a rice or so on and so forth what is used what is usually planted is the cassava stem a section of a cassava stem is inserted into the ground okay so this planting usually take place from the month of March to September. Okay. So the cassava cutting is usually of 25 cm to 30 cm in length and it is pushed into the ridge or heap slightly at a slanting position at an angle of 45 degrees with two-thirds of each of the stem cutting buried in the ridges is planted slightly the cassava stem cutting is planted slightly okay and it should also ensure that there's enough spaces between each of the cassava there should be enough spacing spacing is very important so that you don't have overcrowding on your farmland so it's very important that you space out you space out this cassava um, this um, cassava stem cutting when planting now you have done the planting part now after planting of course you now go to the post planting activities which includes regular watering and weeding regular watering and weeding should be done now cassava plant usually attain maturity eight months to 15 months after planting so after 8 months to 15 months, that means we are looking at a year or so. So 8 months to 15 months, that is how long um, it takes cassava to be matured enough for harvesting. Now we now come to the harvesting part. So to harvest the matured cassava plant, you simply pull out the cassava plant gently. You pull it out so that the underground tubers will not be damaged. So you simply pull it upward, you pull up, you pull it up, and then after that, the tubers are now cut out from the stem with a knife or cutlass. Okay, we now come to the processing stage. This stage is a very, very important stage. Now the harvested cassava tubers contains hydrocyanic acid. This is why some people usually think that cassava is very, very um, poisonous and all. But however, when you just harvested it, it contains a hydrocyanic acid which is poisonous when ingested in the body. That means that is a misrough form. Thus, it is very important you, after you have peeled the cassava tubers, you are to soak it in water for two to three days. You are to soak the peeled cassava tubers in water for two to three days this soaking ensures the hydrocyanic acid is sucked away and pulled away from the cassava tuber after that you now throw away the soaked water containing the acid so soaking for two to three days is enough to remove every acid every hydrocyanic acid in the harvested cassava so this is a very important information that we need to take note of three days soaking is enough okay now your cassava is now good it's now free from the hydrocyanic acid okay so people um, usually eat it in form of 
a food product known as abasha abasha so abasha just involve you getting the cassava tubers and then you peeling it to horizontally and do some boiling it can be ate with coconut or it can be prepared with palm oil they call it abasha you can prepare with palm oil um, stock fish okay to make a sumptuous meal so they call it abasha well, however the most popular use of cassava that we, we are all conversant with is of course cassava is usually processed into gari or fufu so those are the most common food products that are usually made from cassava that is gari or fufu okay so these are food products that you can be that is usually eaten in tropical countries in africa countries gari fufu and so on and so forth you can make can make use of many food products but gari and fufu are the major food products usually made from cassava so that is that with um cassava so you can see that from this cassava stem cutting to passing through different activities for for it to for us to get to the sumptuous meal of gari or fufu with vegetable soup or any other locally made soup cassava food products are well eaten Okay, so thank you for taking your time to listening to this episode of the BiotechNet podcast, okay? The title, Cassava. So we look forward to your feedback. Please, we value feedback. So kindly make it of the voice message. You will see the voice message right there. Please send in your voice message or you can send an email to us. Our email is right there, scientools at gmail.com. Scientools, S-C-I-E-N. T-H-U-S at gmail.com any, any, any information you have for us pertaining um, cassava or all the food products about cassava please share with us um, we can make your you, you can we can send out your voice message we can publish it okay if you want us to so please you can send us an email or you can send us your voice message right there on your podcast channel okay please anywhere anyhow that you can partner with us please send us an email we look forward to receiving your email and your and what you have to say okay so we look forward to your email and of course we also have our e-commerce website our e-commerce website is also up there we are all for online shopping we are all for online shopping so we have some products out there on the e-commerce website and what is this e-commerce website biotechnet.business.site is right there on our profile biotechnet.business business.site bio bio from the word biology biotechnet.business.site okay so please kindly visit our website we have some products that may be interested in purchasing so you can place order for this product from any part of the world any country that you are in and this product will be supplied to you we are all for online shopping we are all for e-commerce and we are worldwide we are international we are not restricted we are not restricted we are worldwide place your order for those products from any part of the country from any part of the world and it will be delivered to you thank you for taking your time to listen to this podcast we do appreciate i am judy thank you